हरे कृष्णा माता जी दंडवत प्रणाम और Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna to all the devotees and Vaishnavas who have come for the Srimad Bhagavatam. Uh, now I am going to read the verse 40 as well as 41 and read out the uh, purport as well as give uh, as much as I know as in, the, in terms of realizations. 6.5.40 Ne tampum sam viragaha ट उटिंगउटिफेक्ट but he did not know that narada muni had aroused the spirit of renunciation in the haryasvas and savalasvas through full knowledge such enlightened renunciation is desirable one should enter the renounced order with full knowledge in brackets gnana vairagya for the perfection of life is possible for one who renounces this material world in that way This elevated stage can be reached very easily, as supported by the statement of Sri uh, Sri Mat Bhagavata. One point two point. Vasudeva Bhagavati Bhakti Yoga Prayojita. Bhakti Yoga Prayojita Jana Yati Asuvairagyam Gnanam Cha Yad Ahitakam. which means by rendering devotional service on to the personality of godhead shri krishna one immediately acquires causeless knowledge and detachment from the world if one seriously engages in the devotional service to lord vasudeva gnana and vairagya are automatically manifest in one's person there is no doubt of this prajapati daksha accusation that narada had not actually elevated his sons to the platform of knowledge was not factual All the sons of Prajapati Daksha had first been raised to the platform of Gnana, and had then automatically renounced this world. In summary, unless one's knowledge is awakened, renunciation cannot take place. For without elevated knowledge, one cannot give up attachment for material enjoyment. Another verse, forty-one. Nanu bhuya na jana ti puman vishaya. तीक्षणतायमेंट simultaneously advancing in knowledge to experience the misery of this false material happiness then without help from others one will find material enjoyment detestable those whose minds are changed by others do not become as renounced as those who have personal experience or protest in the prabhupad ki jai it is said that unless a woman becomes pregnant she cannot understand the trouble of giving birth to a child bhandiya ki bujipe 
Prasava Vedana. The word Bhandiya means a sterile woman. Such a woman cannot give birth to a child. How? Then can she perceive the pain of delivery? According to the philosophy of Prajapati Daksha, a woman should first become pregnant, then experience the pain of childbirth. Then if she is intelligent... Actually, however, this is not a fact. Sex enjoyment is so strong that woman becomes pregnant and suffers at the time of childbirth. But she becomes pregnant again despite her experience. According to Daksha's philosophy, one should become implicated in material enjoyment so that after experiencing the distress of such enjoyment, one will automatically renounce. Material nature, however, is so strong that although man suffers at every step, he will not cease his attempts to enjoy. Kripyanti neha kurpana bahudukka bajaha. Under the circumstances, unless one gets the association of a devotee like Narada Muni or his servant in the disciplic succession, one's dormant spirit of renunciation cannot be awakened. It is not a fact that because material enjoyment involves so many painful conditions, one will automatically become detached. One needs the blessings of a devotee like Narada Muni. Then one can renounce this attachment for the material world. The young boys and girls of the Krishna Consciousness Movement have given up the spirit of material enjoyment, not because of practice, but by the mercy of Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his servants. Om Agnana Timirandasya Gnananjana Shalakaya Chakshur Anumilitam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobishtam Stapidam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam He Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dina Bandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namastute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vansha Kalpatarubhyasya Kruva Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavane Bhyo Vaishnavi Bhyo Namo Namaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadara Srinivasadi Gaura Bhaktavranda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Namaom Vishnupadaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhaktivedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswate Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Shunivadi Paschatya Deshatarine Hare Krishna I warmly welcome each and every devotee to today's class of Srimad Bhagavatam which is very much quintessential for improving one's own Krishna consciousness So before I begin the explanation, I would like to uh, give a, a preface why actually Narada Muni wanted to be cursed by Prajapati Daksha. Why Prajapati Daksha wanted to curse Narada Muni? That the, the sole reason is that Narada Muni has preached the sons of Prajapati Daksha so much that they became sannyasis even before entering into the uh, Grihastha Ashram. Generally, after Brahmachari, Grihastha Ashram comes, then after Grihastha, Vanaprastha Ashram comes, then after Vanaprastha Ashram, there is Sanyas Ashram. But skipping all these things out of the causeless mercy of Narada Muni, the sons of Prajapati Daksha were made Sanyasis. Now the second question comes, that then it is good to... Prajapati Daksha wanted to curse Narada Muni for that. The reason behind it is actually Prajapati Daksha was ordered or, or instructed by Brahma. Lord Brahma that he has to create, he has to create lots of progeny in order to expand this material world. But that was not happening. That didn't happen due to the preaching of the Narada Muni. That's the reason Prajapati Daksha wanted to curse Narada Muni. Now, if if, uh, if a person wants to curse another person or a, if a devotee wanted to curse another devotee, so say the first devotee is A who wants to curse and the second devotee who is going to get cursed, name it as B. So this A devotee generally proves 
before cursing that he is correct and b is wrong and this is how the vaishnava aparadha starts the very beginning of the vaishnava aparadha starts then when one self admits that he is perfect he is good he is best and thinks to correct other person out of this false ego that is where the uh, vaishnava aparadha springs out or sprouts out so the, so here in this case the a devotee is prajapati daksha and b devotee is nardamani so you may wonder that uh, how prajapati daksha is a devotee prajapati daksha is a devotee because he is accepting the instructions he is following the instructions of lord brahma who is a pure devotee just like uh, everyone uh, knew the pastime of gajendra moksha so when the crocodile catch catch hold of the legs of the gajendra the elephant after 1000 years of the struggle after the uh, long standing prayers by gajendra who is a devotee actually so uh, lord vishnu comes in, uh, on the back of the garuda so the moment the uh, lord vishnu comes he first delivers the crocodile by sudarshan chakra by killing him then later he gives deliverance to the gajendra moksha then gajendra will ask the lord vishnu that why why crocodile got the deliverance first why did he get the moksha first because i am a devotee and he is troubling me actually then how come he got uh, the deliverance lord vishnu smiled and gave a beautiful answer he says that you are my devotee rajendra you are my devotee now the crocodile is catching hold of your lotus feet so he is a devotee of my devotee that's the reason he he is expected to get deliverance more faster than you so it's very deep understanding similarly when a devotee catches hold of the uh, vaishnava and serves him then he gets krishna prem whereas the devotee who wants to pick the mistakes of another devotee just is just like uh, the prajapati daksha is trying to pick the mistake of uh, uh, narada muni they will they will get they will get actually vaishnava prath not krishna prem not even moksha so here prajapati daksha is saying so what is how did he start the ninda just like uh, in the bhagavad gita shrila prabhupad gives understanding uh, gives a introduction saying that setting the scene similarly a vaishnava aparadhi the person who wants to do vaishnava aparadha even he sets the scene he, he will set the scene to start to do aparadha to start the ninda so when he starts uh, before doing that now he wants to disprove the all the activities all the good activities all transcendental activities of narada muni just like he says that just by preaching to the sanya uh, just by preaching the sansa prajapati daksha actually he didn't preach properly but he forced them to become sanyasis this is what uh, the direct uh, insult he is giving to the narada muni now he says that the awakening of the sense of renunciation will detach one from the material world but that is not so as per prajapati daksha because prajapati daksha thinks that narada muni just made his sons to get detached from the material world by awakening of the sense of renunciation without having renunciation like uh, you can call it as a markata vairagya markata vairagya is means that that is like uh, the false vairagya like even the monkeys will stay on the tree they are aloof from the material world they eat only the patra pushpa and phala and toya sometimes and they don't even wear clothes so they don't live in the city does not mean that it is a true renunciation the same way he says prajapati daksha says that 
ओ नारदा यू हैव मेड माय सन्स सन्यासीज आउट ऑफ फोर्स विदउट एक्चुअली गिविंग फुल नॉलेज बट इन द पर्पट श्रीला प्रभुपा से दैट दैट इज नॉट सो वी कैनॉट फोर्स एनी वन टू बिकम ब्रह्मचारी वॉट यू स्पीक ऑफ मेकिंग सम वन सन्यासी and when the transcendental issues come into the picture one can never force anyone in this world one can make others understand one can give them the theoretical knowledge so if you give theoretical knowledge that is gyana and if you give the practical knowledge that is vignana that is wisdom so one can give these things but we cannot force others just like in english there is a saying that you can drag a horse horse to a river but you can't force it to drink that's not possible that's very difficult so here we have to understand that see there are certain things in the bhagavata we feel that the vaishnavas now narada muni is being cursed so that prajapati daksha is actually offending the narada Now, now we are reading we are discussing are we also doing the offense no we are not doing so because why because we are in the bhagavatam we understand that just like there is a central rule for everything there is a central uh, principle to do anything like in krishna consciousness the principle rule is to always remember krishna never forget krishna so that is the principal rule so all other four regulatory principles are subservient to this principal rule similarly in the bhagavatam the principal rule is actually found in the first canto third chapter 28th verse it says krishna stu swayam bhagavan so when we say that krishna is swayam bhagavan whatever krishna does is perfect and whatever his purity what is does perfect do uh, apparently it looks like uh, socially uh, what you say illegitimate though it appears so but still it is correct so that is a principal rule now actually uh, here another thing to understand that narad muni actually navendran goes to prajapati's house as a friend as a mitra as a suhrud now prajapati daksha felt very dissatisfied when he got to know that his his friend narada muni actually came to his house in, in the disguise as a friend but in turn he made all his sons as sanyasis so this disturbed him a lot so because of this he feels that since he is my friend he is like a friend he comes see one who comes regularly we don't value him much though he is a pure devotee sometimes even when the maharajas come to our house what generally happens is that grahasthas are least concerned that the uh, the the uh, grahasthas children may step on the uh, bed of of their guru now the child he does not know because he is ignorant or innocent but even if the father in the grahastha ashram he is also smiling he is not stopping the child so that's an offense because it's a duty of a grahastha father and mother to teach their children how to maintain their vaishnava etiquette when some vaishnava comes to their house how they should be invited how they should not be uh insult how they should not be treated how they should be treated all these things are supposed to be taught by the parents so that is uh, similarly though prajapati daksha was following the order order or instruction of lord brahma he was forgetting that actually all the orders all the rules are applied to the varnashrama vibhagasha ूलर ए किंग 
So, but he forgot that the transcendental personality in Narada Muni is beyond all this, beyond the purview of all these Varnashrama rules. So, forgetting this, he started offending Narada Muni. So, there is one small <coughs> pastime of Lord Ram in this connection. So, once Lord Ram came back to Ayodhya from the exile of the forest. So then, there was a big uh, meeting. So where the topic was, which is better, Jnana or Bhakti? Jnana means knowledge, Bhakti is loving devotion service. So, which one is better, Jnana versus Bhakti? So, in that uh, assembly, there are many scholars, there are many Vedantists, there are many Mayavadis, there are many Brahmavadis, there are also devotees and there is Lord Rama also, since he is a king. So everyone were giving, throwing their own opinions, were shedding their own light, were showing their own knowledge. But Hanuman was sitting silently. So then Lord Ram inquires or Lord Ram orders Hanuman that, now you tell something about this, which one is better, what do you think so? So Lord Hanuman humbly says that, I don't have any opinion on this, but I like to share what I have heard from my Guru. Who is the Guru of Hanuman? Surya. So he took all his Vedic education from the Sun God, Surya. So he says that Jnana or knowledge is like a candle light, a lamp. But Bhakti is like a javel, money, we call it as money, a javel, which is shining. So he says that both the, the uh, light, candle light as well as the money, which is javel, will actually express its own light all over its surrounding area. But the difference is, but the difference is, bo bo both will remove the darkness. The difference lies in when Maya attacks, the lamp of the candle light will get exhausted. But whereas Maya cannot exhaust the brightness or the luster, luster of the javel. So it means the knowledge can be exhausted. There is a sloka called Gnana Aparita. Maya Aparita Gnani, Gnana, Gnanis. So the Gnani who has lot of knowledge, Apahar, they are kidnapped by Maya. Maya can kidnap the Gnanis. But Maya cannot kidnap or cannot divert, cannot delude, cannot give illusion to the Bhaktas. Because Bhakta, devotee has Bhakti in him. So it means that Bhakti is of higher importance than just having knowledge. So, partially Prajapati Daksha was also correct that just by changing the dress of a person cannot change the Varna or Ashram of a person. That is true. But, Narada Muni is not ordinary personality. In Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says that uh, among the sages I am Narada. So, he, he say, he he puts himself in the category of Narada or he keeps Narada in his category. So he is not ordinary personality, he is the empowered soul. So, forgetting this thing, the Prajavati Daksha was actually offending him. But you should also understand, then, but why people don't understand such knowledge? Because they are lacking in purity. Because a pure soul can understand pure knowledge. So, why, why a pure soul can understand uh, uh, pure knowledge? Because when purity increases, his spiritual intelligence increases. So, our spiritual intelligence depends on purity and our purity depends on how pure we are doing, eating, sleeping, mating and defending. So, if our eating is pure, then our intelligence will be pure. 
then our purity will also be pure so like that so when you connect in our daily life as a devotee you understand that one should question always that how purely am i doing any activity which is given to me it could be seva in the temple it could be a, a normal mundane activity in the office you have to question yourself how purely i am doing i am trying to do this activity so why i am saying doing the activity purely doing activity because according to shastra one who understands the knowledge is not so much intelligent than compared to the person who is actually following the shastra so an illiterate person can also give realization to another person if he is following so he has lots of knowledge tons of knowledge he may not give realized knowledge if he is not following the shastra he will remain at the platform of gyana so now prajapati daksha is actually insulting narada muni that actually whatever you have preached to my son is, is not even at the platform of knowledge also so that is less than the platform of knowledge and that is not possible because narada muni has already when you see his history he has changed many lives take pralad maharaj take dhruv maharaj take puranjana so all these take mrugari so all these devotees lives were changed from the highly grossest materialist to the purest devotee so one should also whenever we talk to any devotee this is one of the learning one has to take very seriously so when we see a vaishnava doing some mistake we directly jump into that mistake and we judge him and we end up doing the aparad but actually one should also remember what that vaishnava has done in the history what he has done all these days one should also remember this also because if one forgets this then we end up doing vaishnava aparad and our bhakti goes away so one should be very very careful while dealing with the vaishnavas so uh for example i will say that uh, if a like there's a whole thing of vaishnava etiquette vaishnava sadachar that is not meant for others it is meant for me one who thinks like that he is protected by lord krishna his bhakti is protected by lord krishna so prajapati daksha is not categorized in the category of a pure devotees because he is he, he actually insulted a pure devotee nardamani so one should be very very careful that actual detachment does not come from mere gaining of knowledge but actually serving the vaishnava suvar from the authentic guru parampara system only that is possible so until unless i don't serve a vaishnava who is under authentic bona fide disciplic succession till then forget about detachment there is no question of vairagya as i already told vairagya detachment is called as vairagya vairagya means vigata ragaha vigata raga means vigata means going away raga means attachment the attachment of the world will go away automatically when when we are attached to the lord krishna's instructions like for example we say that in kali yuga kirtana is the yuga dharma it means what is kirtana repeating the same thing again and again glorifying a thing or a person or an activity again and again that is kirtana say for example if you glorify google now people have glor- glorified repeated the uh, history of google so many times now google is famous so who whatever you do kirtan of that will become famous so if you do the like there's a now nowadays there's a trend of celebrity there's a trend of uh, uh, selfie there's a trend of uh, uh, drug addiction why all this is happening his holiness gopal krishna gosamara says that by 
why bad things are happening in the society now why wrong things are happening in the society because wrong things have been are being advertised are being discussed are being limelighted similarly <coughs> say for example any devotee of your congregation or any temple center anyone say he is uh, he is ex devotee so if if i go on saying some bad about that ex devotee always to you then obviously whenever you see that ex devotee you will remember my words so repetition is a mother of memory so what you are filling in your memory is most important so what are you repeating is much more important so one should be very very careful what we are talking what we are thinking what we are behaving so that's how we have to learn from this past time and when coming to the <coughs> next loka one should understand that krishna jay bhaje se chatur means one who worships krishna one who does bhajan of krishna he is intelligent it is not said that krishna jay gyana se chatur no just by knowing krishna you will get knowledge about krishna but after knowing about the knowledge of krishna what are we are supposed to do we are supposed to follow the instruction so we generally think that taking uchchita is very good of any maharaj so actually uh, actual uchchita of any maharaj is following their instructions because if we like for example i myself i uh, 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 am disciple of his his holiness jayapata swami maharaj so if my guru maharaj gives me the uchchita out of mercy or out of being satisfied due to my service then i am entitled to take the uchchita but i am not supposed to uh, rob it i am not supposed to uh, what is flick it or i am not supposed to uh, what should i say i am not supposed to demand it and take it then the vaishnava krupa does not come that the the real effect of uchchita will not act upon my heart will not act upon my mind will not act upon my intelligence and sideways i am not supposed to take the uchchita of any other maharajas actually why and i am not and i am not supposed to give that uchchita to the ordinary people also why because my guru maharaj has promised that he is going to take me back from back to godhead so if i take his uchchita my my sin is taken by my guru maharaj but other guru maharajas other than my guru maharaj have not given a vow to lord krishna or to their own guru before yagya before the sacrifice that they are going to take my sins then why am i forcing them to take my sin and a ordinary person may be a meat eater may be woman hunter may be eating on and garlic may be drunkard then all his sins will get transferred to that maharaj if i give that maharaja such is start to that person so one should be careful so one should not be emotional one should be under the guidance of a senior devotee so these are some of the mistakes we generally tend to do out of our emotions we call it as see having emotion is not a wrong but when you take decisions out of the emotion that is called as emotional one should never become emotionally in bhakti so if one becomes then he is at danger so here one more thing here proper explains that about the pregnant woman generally prajapati daksha theory is that first you have to suffer then you should get the pain then you will get right realization and without taking suffering you can never get realized say for example suppose if a person says i am suffering from cancer you may say yeah yeah i understand how painful it is you may say it it, it is lip deep you will never understand what is the pain going going through for that person you can never ex- you are not experiencing that pain then how will you understand it so the person is actually experiencing the pain will understand what is that the outsider will never understand the pain yes that is true but as per the prajapati daksha 
what he meant in this shloka that every brahmachari has to enter into the grahasthashram everyone has to get married and they have to fight in the grahasthashram they have to face so many kinds of problems then they are supposed to realize that is real renunciation this is what prachapati daksha want is saying to narada muni but immediately prabhupada says that's not factual that is not correct say for example if if someone outsider asks you asks you that is cigarette injurious to health or not what would you say definitely you would say it's injurious to health because that 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 may take away your life with cancer or it may harm any part of your body and it may kill you but i may ask i will ask you a question did you smoke then without you smoking how did you realize that smoking causes cancer and cancer causes death there is no answer for that because first class intelligent person will not suffer he will learn from seeing that someone else is suffering like for example is a drunkard he is drinking all the day and he has fallen all over the places he drinks somewhere he falls in the uh, he 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 may fall in the well he may fall in the river he may fall at the bank of the river he may fall in the forest where bushes of thorns he may get hurt by seeing this no sane person will think to drink so much he'll at least he will theoretically you will think i should not drink like this i should not become drunkard like this so that is the learning we get from seeing so that's the reason one should understand that only by suffering we may or we may not get renunciation but only by the mercy of vaishnavas of the authentic parampara system we may get will definitely get renunciation like for example here narada muni must have told as per prajapati daksha to prajapati daksha sons that you go and get married say in a varas scenario we will take it as, we will imagine that side also say narada muni might have told like that then all the 10000 sons of the prajapati daksha got married and they are suffering so much but what is the situation if they can't come back if they are fully trapped in the mar- married life then then the whole process has gone away that then they can never become realized they are suffering they realize that they are suffering but they can never realize that they are soul they are supposed to serve the super soul they are forgetting this part so one should not think that generally we say that at old age we get uh, we get dissatisfied we don't want to get sense gratification that's wrong shilvaba says that even 95 year old man is trying to enjoy sex in a disco center he says that so one should not think that mere our endeavors will make us detached that is an illusion but it's a factual that one has to go and surrender to a vaishnava and follow his instructions then automatically what happens gnana vairagya you will get knowledge as well as vairagya generally when we read puranas other than shrimad bhagavat purana you will get actually knowledge but when you when a person reads shrimad bhagavatam he will not get knowledge he is directly getting bhakti that's the reason say nityam bhagavata sevaya so the person who reads bhagavatam on a daily basis he is the one who is entitled to go back to home back to god not just for giving class not just for attending the class not just for the sake of attendance but for the sake of satisfying krishna for the sake of satisfying guru that will make everyone progress in krishna consciousness so there are two things that is by default and by design so by default any living entity is designed by default he is uh, the default function of any living entity is sense gratification because only such living entities come to this material world be it plant be it tree be it animals be it human beings 
even demigods. So, but there is another D which is called as design. But a devotee has an ability to design this, redesign this. He will, uh, we said he will upgrade the settings of the default settings and he will design such a way that now I have to remember Krishna always and go back to him, back to God. I have to serve Krishna, I have to please Krishna by doing all the activities as much as possible which are instructed by his own Guru. By doing that, he is, a, he is a designing. So, his designing is actually taking him back to home, back to Godhead. But if we say, if you are not willing to design that, if you are satisfied with our default settings, then for sure, Narake Dwaraha means one will, the wide gates, the gates of the hell will widely gets opened. So, here uh, it's also said that, uh, one needs the blessings of a devotee like Narada Muni. Then one can renounce his attachment for the material world. The young boys and girls of the Krishna consciousness movement have given up the spirit of mental enjoyment, not because of practice, but by the mercy of Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his servants. This is the most important statement by Srila Prabhupada in the purport of 6.5.41. Then, then you may question then, then why to practice then? No. By practicing, Krishna Consciousness, Lord Krishna, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu or Guru will understand how serious we are. So our seriousness in our practice will attract the mercy of Lord Chaitanya and Guru. By that one can renounce. And unless, unless one renounces, one cannot go back to back to God. Just like there are two sannyasis walking at the bank of the Ganga river. So they hardly have stick to drive away the animals and they have small small uh, stainless steel box to keep some prasada, bhoga or whatever arms they get. Then one day they were walking at the bank of the river then suddenly a sannyasi, one of the sannyasi saw a black, a black blanket running through the river with the flow of the river. Then he told to another sannyasi, please take care of my stick as well as a stainless box. Now I am going to jump into the river and take that. Then that sannyasi asks, then why do you want that blanket? Then the sannyasi says, actually the upcoming season is the cold season. So I need something to cover my body or else I may catch cold. Then the other sannyasi says, this we can think when the cold season comes. But he, he, is, he refuted it. No, no, I need it. Then he jumped into it. He waited for five minutes. 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Still the sannyasi who was jumping into the river did not come out. Then the sannyasi who is at the bank of the river started shouting, Hey sannyasi, why are you not coming? Then that sannyasi who is in the river says, I wanted to come but this blanket is not allowing me to come. Blanket is catching hold of me. Then the, the sannyasi at the bank of the river says that how come it's possible, how blanket can catch you? That the sannyasi in the river, who is in the river, says that actually I thought it's a black uh, blanket, but actually it's a black bear. Now it is not leaving. So we may, similarly we make so many plans to do sense gratification, but then the very source of the sense gratification will catch hold of us and give us trouble, so that we can we are in we fall in much more deeper trouble. So one who is and uh, Pracheta says, uh, when Pracheta saw Lord, they give a prayer. Rupam Bhagavate, I don't remember the shloka. It means that one who changes misery will go to hell. So, you, can you understand the statement? Who likes to chase misery? No one likes to chase misery. No one wants to get misery. But how are we chasing misery then? What it actually means? that chasing the misery, chasing the misery means actually uh, actually chasing the misery means accepting the sense gratification as the purpose. You understand? So, one should never get into the sense gratification 
as much as possible by engaging one senses in the service of lord only then we will if we, uh, only then we will not be chased by the misery when you chase the misery misery will chase you in the disguise of sense gratification so so this is the uh, understanding which i could understand after reading shrimad bhagavatam these two verses hare krishna if there are any questions comments feedback please go ahead hare krishna hare krishna Hare Krishna Prabhu ji thank you so much for your wonderful class uh, i request uh, all the devotees if they have any questions or a query please go ahead and ask Hare Krishna Prabhu can you yeah, hear Hare Krishna Prabhu yeah yeah i can hear please yeah. okay you give a very nectarine class and i enjoyed it and i learning from your class so prabhuji uh, uh, prajapati daksha uh, is a uh, uh, is a uh, he was with uh, his action and knowledge he was uh, advanced so then why he is doing such a mistakes to curse the narad muni what was his uh, reason behind him to have this kind of thoughts and behave like this so the such a nice uh, devotee like narad okay now the question is uh, when prajapati daksha is loaded with lot of knowledge then why he is actually cursing narad muni who is very good devotee yeah yes. actually uh, one of the disciple of srila prabhupad was actually carrying many books of shrimad bhagavatam they are actually the commentaries of various acharyas of brahma madva gaudiya parampara like vishnu chakravarti thakur baladev vidyabhushan and many others so when he was carrying then shila prabhupada was asking what are these books then shila prabhupada then his disciple explained that these are the commentaries of various vishnuvas of, of our own sampradaya then shila prabhupada immediately says don't read all these things you will fall in maya then he got shocked raupad is this you saying this you are the one who told reading books studying books is important why did you say that why are you saying like this then shila prabhupad says that actually reading the commentaries of uh, various bhagavatam is not wrong it is good in fact internet is good but the problem is that you will fall in maya then he says how come then shila prabhupad answers to him that actually when you read all these books then you will start feeling that you are having more knowledge than your own guru that is the problem so the person who gets knowledge maya attacks him such a way that it makes you feel that you are highly knowledged you are very good you can correct anyone others are lower than you others are less knowledged even to the extent that you feel the guru has less knowledge so this is maya it means as in bhagavad gita says maya aparata gyani so one who is wanted to become yogi one who wants to become gyani he is always kidnapped and hijacked by maya at some point or the some point of the time that is the reason there is a risk of being a yogi there is a risk of being gyani just like there is a uh, jaggery or there is a sugar wherever there is a sugar wherever there is a jaggery there are many ants around it so this gyana is like a jaggery it's very sweet it's like a sugar it's very sweet when you eat too much 
it leads to diabetes similarly a gyani actually after attaining lot of gyana knowledge his false ego pumps up the size of the false ego increases so much he becomes blinded he can't see th- he thinks he see he starts seeing things at a blur he can't see things as it is he can't see things clearly he thinks a devotee non devotee all are of same category they don't have knowledge i have lot of knowledge that is the reason it is said in our sampradaya that if one wants to read a book even if it is with a professor or any commentary one should go and ask permission from a senior devotee that whether he can read it or not whether he can digest it or not whether he can follow it or not whether is it favorable to his devotional service or is it unfavorable that prajapati daksha did not ask this is the learning so everyone starts reading books but every it will stop in the middle why because the mercy of vaishnavas is not on him, that person the person who is a wise will understand this actual you, you tell you can understand this very easily there are many outside of iskon who are reading the bhagavatam who are reading bhagavad gita who may be telling better than the iskon devotees but why are their hearts are not transformed why are they not able to transform other hearts because they are not satisfying the vaishnavas of the bona fide guru parampara system so the very activity which we do in the krishna consciousness is not actually important when compared to the mercy and blessings of the vaishnavas who give permission to do these activities so that is our explanation hope you understand yes thank you prabhu ji jai thank you jai okay. thank you very much for asking such good question so are there any other questions hari krishna prabhu ji dhanyavad pranam nishesh shamare sekadai udasi ಪ್ರಭುಜಿಪಲ್ಜಿ I'll give an exact example. His uh, Holiness Jepata Swami Maharaj. If I get Uchista from him, and if he says that it can be shared among the Godbrothers, it can be shared among all the disciples, or it, it, it can be shared among the aspiring disciples, only then we are supposed to do that. Like just like Narada Muni were... were serving the bhakti vedantas in the last life previous life so bhakti vedantas have given their uchista only to narada muni not to everyone so one can share it provided that is well informed to that guru or guru maharaj and if it is not informed then if we give if we share that uchista to everyone then some part of that uh, uh, what you said the sin transference will happen to me also if i transfer without the permission okay hmm. because my guru has given has taken a vow to take me to uh, back to back to god it not others hmm. you understand right hmm. so yes. but, but if i am doing it then i'm actually i'm loading my guru maharaj with all the sins for which i will get another aparad so the very intention of sharing is good but uh, that should be well informed sometimes the maharaj says please don't share this with others they will say that so means means like for example i have taken a gun i have put it on your head and i say give me the uchista you have given me the uchista 
I have taken it. Do you think I will get Vaishnava Krupa from you? By hurting you? Do you think so? No way. By hurting, by offending a Vaishnava, one cannot get the uh, mercy. But the same Bhagavatam says that one should take the three things actually from the pure devotee. One is Charanduli, the dust of the lotus feet, and the Uchista, and the instruction. Three things. Even there is a trend that uh, the one devotee will catch hold of the uh, the feet of the other devotee and that they will roll all over the places and that creates a big uh, scene uh, among the other devotees. That is not correct. That is not Vaishnava ticket. It's not fun. Because if I force to touch your lotus feet and that is actually giving you discomfort is actually giving an embarrassing feeling to you. Then actually I am troubling a Vaishnava. Then how will I get? Then why Srimad Bhagavatam is telling to take the lotus feet? Then how should I take? You may get a question. Yes. We have taking the lotus feet dust of a pure devotee means that we have to think that they are not material, they are spiritual, they are transcendental. And I am supposed to serve them out of happiness. And by serving them, the lotus seed dust will actually bless us. Say for example, there is a devotee and I am offending him. I have, I have offended him 99 times, say for example. But the devotee is not taking it as an offense. So, still will I get offense? What do you think so, Ataji? You are not yes. taking offence. But will I get offence? Yes, because uh, karma, right? Because? Because it's our karma, like his karma. Like he is offending Vaishnava. Uh, but he is not feeling, he is not taking it as an offence. That's his part. But still it is offence. That's, that's, that's his part, correct. Yeah. Nice, nice. He is nice, but, so he is not taking the... Yeah, he is humble. Hmm. But uh, yet the missing point is, Lotus feet, dust particle of that Vaishnava will take it as an offense. Mm -hmm. You understand? Because we are not qualified because we are offending. Ah. Ah, because uh, even if we are qualified, we are not supposed to offend. We can put mm -hmm. our views, we can put our opinions. Mm -hmm. Like Chitraketu was fully qualified to curse back the mother Parvati, but he did not. You understand? So the point is not about being qualified or not being qualified. The point mm -hmm. is the lotus feet dust of that Vaishnava will take it as an offense. Even if that Vaishnava takes or even if he does not take. The default setting is there. Or else I will offend every devotee then. Mm. I will offend every devotee then. Then what, what Vaishnava Sadachar or Vaishnava etiquette I can put before a general public or general mass of people then. So this is a system created by Lord Krishna. So, so if I serve the devotee properly, the same lotus feet uh, dust particle will bless me also. Not only take offense, but also bless me, take my service also, right? Hmm. I may not touch the feet, but the dust particle will bless me. That the moment the dust particle blesses me, then my devotion will increase. So the general uh, rule here is that, that whatever activity I have been doing in Krishna consciousness since those many years, whether that is improving my bhakti or not. If it is improving, then well, that's good. My consciousness is good then, well serving. And if it's not improving and I'm falling down, my bhakti, the ruchi of my bhakti is getting down further day by day then actually I am offending every devotee in the disguise of serving them. In terms of words, manasa, vacha, manasa, vacha, karmana, there are three ways, by mind, by words, by actions. Among, at least one among them I am offending a devotee. So I should check. Bhakti Siddhan Thakur says, 
a Vaishnava is he who thinks twice before he speaks or else he is offended. That's the reason you see, at the very start of the, when we start our bhakti journey, we feel everything ecstatic. But over a period of time, that ecstasy runs away, disappears. Why? Because we are, our way of talking with devotees, our way of dealing with devotees is utterly wrong. We take it granted. I am meeting you daily, Mataji. I take you granted. But Krishna does not take granted. <laughs> you are always special for him. I take you granted, then he will, Krishna will take me granted now. <laughs> that is, that is the rule, Mataji. 